And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? morning wherever you're at in the world i am jason your co-host with god jesus christ at my side because well they are the host with the most they are the ones in charge they're in the captain's chair they are at the wheel and they are steering our ship through these crazy waters that we call life so welcome to his hard line ladies and gentlemen for episode 547 and we are just going to be doing a reading out of galatians chapter 5 now this is a pre-recording but as you are listening to this this will be sunday may 21st 2023 sunday may 21st 2023 and the reason that this is a pre-recording and it'll be a fairly shorter show is because i do have a county assembly meeting that i need to attend today and i totally forgot about that so i do apologize for not having a late or a live show today and also remember I will not be doing a live show tomorrow because I will be helping my father-in-law put a boat lift in and the dock in after I'm done with work. So I'm going to have myself quite the long day. And, you know, after he ends up uh, utilizing our, you know, our brute force, if you will, of putting in, uh, you know, these big pieces of, uh, you know, equipment in the lake, uh, he likes to typically treat me and, uh, you know, uh, his brother and his, you know, his nephew out to uh, out to dinner. You know, and maybe have a beer or two, you know, for a job well done and a free meal. So I'm looking forward to that. And so typically by the time I get home, it'll probably be about eight o'clock at night. And by that time, I'm not going to be in any shape to want to be doing a live show. So I do apologize for the inconvenience. But, you know, like I say, we I got to make sure family comes first in a lot of cases above the show. 
even though I do this show for God and for you, I also got to make sure I prioritize properly and, and help my father-in-law out. Besides, it's a good time. I really enjoy doing this and helping out my father-in-law. You know, it's, it's, it's really fun. And I'm really happy and honored that he would actually think of me to, you know, to, to help him out. Because if you look at me, I'm nothing special to look at. I don't have a lot of muscles. So, uh, he has a lot of confidence in me. Let me tell you. <laughs> so anyways, but, uh, again, welcome to his Hardline episode 547. We'll be doing a reading out of Galatians, excuse me, Galatians chapter six, not Galatians chapter five, Galatians chapter six is what we're going to be reading today out of the new American Bible. Uh, just a few housekeeping. Again, if you want to, uh, a, little, a little bit of housekeeping here, if you want to visit the website um, and share the website, it's www.hishardline.com. It's www.hishardline.com. Uh, the, the website's, you know, full of uh, some, you know, sporadic tools. And if you want to learn more about different things that I talk about regarding the national and, you know, the, the, basically the assembly of states and some of the important podcasts that are related to the assembly, you can go check that out over there. It also links to the national-assembly.net website. You can look and find out a little bit more about what's going on with your state by getting involved and, and looking at the forums on national-assembly.net website. Go to the forums, go scroll down to your state, find your county and get involved in your chat board. See what's going on. If you don't want to do that and it seems a little confusing, just email me at hishardline at gmail.com. It's hishardline at gmail.com. Put your state in the subject line, your basic name, you know, your first and last name and, and a phone number to how we can reach out to you. So then we could forward you to the proper people in your state and possibly your county to have a communication secretary reach out to you. So there you go. Hishardline at gmail.com. Okay, so let's get right into the reading, shall we? So again, I'm reading out of the New American Bible Revised Edition, Galatians chapter 6. It is the last chapter, and not a very long chapter at that. It's only 18 verses. But we're going to be talking about the life in the community of Christ with verses 1 through 10. And then we're going to get into the conclusion, which is the final appeal, starting with verses 11 going through verse 18. So it reads, Brothers, even if a person is caught in some transgression, you who are spiritual should correct that one in a gentle spirit looking to yourself so that you also may not be tempted. Bear one another's burden and so you will fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he is deluding himself. Each one must examine his own work, and then he will have reason to boast with regard to himself alone and not with regard to someone else, for each will bear his own load. One who is being instructed in the word should share all good things with his instructor. Make no mistake, God is not mocked, for a person will reap only what he sows because the one who sows for his flesh will reap corruption from the flesh, but the one who sows from the spirit will reap eternal life from the spirit. Let us not grow tired of doing good, for in due time we shall reap our harvest if we do not give up. So then while we have opportunity, let us do good to all, but especially to those who belong to the family of the faith. See with what large letters I am writing to you in my own hand. It is those who want to make a good appearance in the flesh who are trying to compel you to have yourself circumcised, only that they may not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. Not even those having themselves circumcised observe the law themselves. They only want you to be circumcised so that they may boast of your flesh. But may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ 
through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither does circumcision mean anything, nor does uncircumcision, but only new creation. Peace and mercy be to all who follow this rule and to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one make troubles for me, for I bear the marks of Jesus on my body. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Be with your spirit, brothers. Amen. Amen. So, as we get into the last summary, which again, by the way, I am referencing BibleRef.com. For the summary, that's BibleRef.com. Now, Galatians chapter 6 expands on Paul's teaching about living in God's Spirit which he gave at the end of Galatians chapter 5, as we read yesterday. Now, it describes how Christians who live in God's Spirit should use his power to treat each other. And to begin with, Paul shows that when a brother or sister in Christ gets caught by sin, other Christians should step in, fate or step in instead of looking away. Now, spiritually mature Christians should help to restore the one caught by sin with gentleness and humility. Now, this is one of the ways those in Christ can help to carry each other's burdens. Now, when the load one of us is hauling around becomes too heavy, others should step in to help that person get through that season. So, in other words, life in Christ by the power of God's Spirit is not meant to be lived alone. Now, having said that, Paul encourages Christians to take careful stock of the way they do in the Spirit without comparing themselves to each other. Now, we should be honest with ourselves and take full responsibility to do what is ours to do in following Christ. Now, one of those responsibilities is to share the good things God gives to us with those who teach us the Word. Now, next applies the comparison of planting and harvesting to living in the flesh and living in the spirit, those who insist on trying to be made righteous before God by the effort of their flesh and following the law will harvest corruption or death. Now, in a similar way, those who plant only the seeds of their own sinful desires will also harvest death. Now, only those who plant God's spirit by faith in Christ will harvest eternal life. And Paul encourages those who walk in spirit not to give up doing good. Don't get tired of it, he writes. The harvest is coming. Use up all the planting time to do good to everyone, especially other Christian in this house, other Christians in this house of faith that we live in as brothers and sisters with the same father. Now, Paul concludes his letter by presumably taking the pen from his scribe which is something like a secretary who would write his words, to write the ending with his own hand, and he writes with big letters. And he immediately goes back to the issue of circumcision, revealing once more that the false teachers pressuring the Galatians to get circumcised are only interested in promoting themselves. I'm going to repeat that. Those false teachers that are you know, pressuring the Galatians to get circumcised are only interested in promoting themselves. And the Galatians must not allow themselves to be used in that way. Now, for his part, Paul will not brag about how many people he has led to faith in Christ. 
Now he will brag, though, about the cross of Christ. That where Paul was crucified to the world and vice versa. Because he had been set free by faith in Christ and the world no longer has anything to offer him. Amen. See, Paul closes his letter with a plea and two blessings. And Paul tells everyone to stop causing him trouble since he belongs to Jesus. He blesses all who follow the rule that circumcision doesn't matter. But being a new creation in Christ does. And then he offers his standard closing blessing, referring to the Galatians as brothers. And that is the full-on summary of chapter 6. So basically, as we kind of summarize the whole book of Galatians, Galatians is sometimes called a short Romans for its similar themes of justification and sanctification through faith. And a group of Christians known as the Judaizers were preaching a gospel of legalism rather than grace. And Paul's main purpose in writing the letter to the Galatians was to reiterate the true nature of the gospel. We are justified, made righteous, and sanctified, made more Christ-like through our faith in Jesus Christ alone. Now, this letter was probably written shortly before the church's elders in Jerusalem issued their official refutation of the Judaizers, commonly called the Jerusalem Council. You know, Galatians 5, kind of as like a chapter context, you know, wrapped up with a focus on what it means to be led by God's Spirit. And so as we got into Galatians 6, it started with describing how Spirit-led Christians serve each other by restoring those caught by sin and bearing each other's burdens together. Only those who plant God's spirit in this life through faith in Christ will harvest full eternal life. Now, Paul concludes the letter by writing, like I said, in big letters that circumcision doesn't matter. Only being made a new creation by faith in Christ matters. I'm going to repeat that again. Being made a new creation by faith in Christ matters. Not by works, not by following legalisms or getting circumcised. Just being a new creation by faith in Christ. That is so important, ladies and gentlemen, but yet there's so many people out there that think that they can pay their way in by putting a ton of money in the collection plate or by doing this and doing that and following traditions that man created in a religious, you know, format that, you know, and, oh, I'm going to church every Sunday. I'm good. No, that's not how that works. All you have to do is be made new and set yourself free by having true, solid faith in Christ. And be remade. Be a new creation. Be born again truly as a man of God who truly wants real transformation inside and out. This has been such a great reading. I love the reading of Galatians chapter 6. Actually, the whole all, all of the Galatian chapters, 1 through 6. It was a great reading. And so I hope... Everybody had a great weekend. I hope everybody was safe as you listen to this broadcast. 
And as far as yesterday's broadcast, episode 546, I did get a little heated and a little excited, but you know what? I do not make any apologies for it because that passion and that rant came from a genuine internal depth of my soul. I meant every single word. And in fact, every show that I do, I mean every single word that I say. Doesn't mean that what I say is perfect. Because sometimes I misspeak and make missteps. We're all people. Sometimes mistakes are made and miss, you know, we, we misspeak sometimes. That's just the nature of being a man or a woman. But just know that I really do love this country. I love Jesus Christ. I love God. And yes, I falter like the rest of us do. But what we need to remember is we need to get back up the next day and be thankful God gave us another chance to do it over again and to be a better version of ourselves than we were the prior day. Be careful who you follow. Be careful who you listen to. Most importantly, if there's any takeaway you could take away from this particular show, always take everything you hear and learn and hand it over to God and ask for that discernment. Ask him to help you sift out what you should take away and what you should throw away. Very important. So, with all that said, let's end this on a prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you so very much for another day of life and good health, and I appreciate all the many blessings you bring forward to me and the people who listen to this platform. Thank you for the listeners that congregate here. No matter what their reasons or intentions are, they're here. That's all that matters. I don't care what their reasons are. I don't care what their intentions or agenda is. They're here. So thank you for that. I hope you transfer, transform everybody here like you did for me. I want everybody to know what that freedom feels like. I want everybody to know what that feels like to be rebuilt from the inside out by your hands. It's a great feeling and that's all I want. I want people to know what that feels like. But at the same time, I also want us to have a very good, solid community here to lift each other up and to bear each other's burdens when somebody is feeling tired and exhausted. That's what the His Heartline family is here to do. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope you all have a wonderful closing of your weekend. As you're listening to this, I have concluded my technical Tuesday of the week. So I'm almost kind of reaching, you know, mid-work week for me starting on Monday. You guys will be, most of you will be starting (laughs) your work week. I'll be hitting mid-work week for me come Monday morning. That's the nature of trucking, though. So remember, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We will not let the enemy succeed. And I haven't said this very often, but again, I'm going to repeat this verse because it is my favorite. 
Joshua 1, 9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great day, great night, wherever you're at in the world. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we will be back here on Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Remember, tomorrow, Monday evening, there will not be a live show, and no, there will not be a live recording. Um, So tomorrow, there will not be a live show. I'll be helping my father-in-law install the boat lift and the dock. So there you go. I hope you all have a great day or night, wherever you're at in the world. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds of the sea obey him?